Fashion it. Yeah. So picture I had this dream, right? That I walked into this office building and a receptionist came downstairs and said, D1, your party is ready upstairs. So I hop off the elevator and I see Jay-Z, 50 Cent, and Lil Wayne sitting at a round table. All day every. What up, Jay? What up, Fifth? What up, Weezy? I'm D. I appreciate y'all for having this conversation with me. I know that I'm the brokest person in the room, yo. But money don't matter here because I'm rich with ideas. Oh. First off, I grew up listening to all of y'all. From the block is hot to get rich to blueprint, I bought it all. I paid 20 for the block is hot at Peaches Wayne. And hope I bought volume two because I love money ain't a thing. Fifth, you had it locked in high school. <laughs> you the reason I stopped buying Ja Rule. But I graduated from from that train of thought so that's why i'm here today not to fuss but to talk here we go love 50 you a marketing genius and you stupid rich let's come up with a scheme and get a game of super fix i seen you slaughter the careers of other men but they were all brother men so that's just another win for the other team entertainment is what it seems but black on black hatred is the underlying theme paid powerful and popular you got it all use that to fight the real enemy and make them fall other rappers might not understand but so what the game probably got them bending over doing a toe touch Ooh. It's raping them So fifth, I know you got a heart Homie, I don't doubt you But trust the movement Gonna move on with or without Weezy. you Lil Weezy Flow off the easy But we don't feel your presence down in a big easy Shouting out New Orleans at the Grammys That's cool But how about donating some cash money to help the school Wealth is cool But not if you a selfish dude Get at him, D Nah, let's help this dude Every statement that I yell is true So take heed to it we did this ain't coming from no jealous dude. I know you're smart, son. You went to McMain. Now everything you say and do got kids trying to be Wayne. Friend or foe, it all depend on how you manage your talents. So what you gonna do? Step up or step down from the challenge? Ho, young ho, jigger H to the Izzo. It's truly an honor for me to meet you, my nizzo. It's impossible to be little. Your impact on the game. You got the hottest chick in the world wearing your wedding ring. That's right. You know most of these little rappers is whack. They spitting poison. They hurt in the culture, they holding us back, but I'm trying to see how you feel, cause when you speak people listen, do you agree with me disagree, or you feeling different huh? with all that truth and soul, now you can't afford to be, lyrically, Talib Kweli, but truthfully you ain't got a rhyme like common sense just be down for the cause and don't ride the fence, yeah hey man, hold up, but, but while I got y'all here right fast, let me um let me look through my notebook, to see I was writing a rap about this same topic, I just I just ain't know y'all was gonna show up to the meeting today, you know. I know, I know y'all busy. Hold up, hold up, wait, hold up. But uh, you know, let me just, cause I'm still unsigned, so let me at least wrap this for y'all. Hey, but my stuff on iTunes though. Alright, here we go. Look. Picture this, we got the blind leading the blind man. How stupid can we get? I just couldn't let it slide this time. Besides, my people need this, and I ain't on a major label, so they can't delete this. Huh, let's go in. Now, every rapper need to lose their deals and earn a back. Most of them then let their industry take them and turn away. Well, I be spitting from the soul, so they feel you, boy. I want your ear and your heart like Amelia. Boy, stop snitching. That's the dumbest thing I ever heard of. That's why nobody spoke up when my dog got murdered. Everybody trying to stay true to the rules Forget the rules if the rules was devised by fools Most rappers is puppets, that can't be avoided Being used for their stupidity, they 
getting exploited by a man with a different color skin. But homie, we grown men, so that's why I blame us and them. Me and you, we're David, the industry's Goliath. I'm here to fight it, and all that trash, I don't buy it. When I was lost, I used to look up to these cats. Now I pray for these cats. How you love that? A young, dumb, desperate, money-hungry rapper. First a label sees him, then they go in for the capture. Precisely what they're after, another pawn. Talking about the people you kill. Pop, 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 pop. Hold on. They also like it when you talk about your drugs. How much you sell them for? 185. Oh, that's what's up. I'm trying not to point, but I hope you get the point. These cats ain't running the game, right? I'ma get the point. Fight him, battle him. The media stay instigating. To us, it's real beef. To them, it's instant ratings. Then when somebody gets shot, it's such a problem. That same media is not saying we should stop the violence. Ancestors of ours are screaming from the grave. Cause physically we free, but we still some mental slaves. Ancestors of ours are screaming from the grave Cause physically we free But we still some mental slaves So what y'all think? And you're listening to CITR Radio, FM 102, Cable 102, Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. And it's time right now for the Nardwar, the Human Serviette Radio Show. You just heard right there, D1 from New Orleans... Louisiana, and he's actually playing tonight at Gossip in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. D1 with Wheezy, 50 Cent, and Jay-Z. D1 tonight, live in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. And right now in the studio, we have some people joining us, and who are you? New Sensei. New Sensei. New Sensei, welcome to the Nardwar to Human Serviette radio show. Thanks, Thanks. for having us. <laughs> Who's in New Sensei? Please identify yourself. I'm Daniel. I play the drums. I'm Andrea. I play the bass. <laughs> and together you are? New, New Sensei. Sensei. New Sensei from <laughs> Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. Right off the bat, Andrea, Brian Eno versus Crispin Glover. How was it? Brian Eno. Did you make it to Brian Eno? I, ma- I made it to both. Um, I've seen Crispin Glover before. So, I'd have to say Brian Eno. I thought it was, um, well, both were casual, but I thought the Brian Eno one was a lot But Crispin casual. brings it, though. Every he day does, he brings he does. it, doesn't he? Yeah, he does. <laughs> but Brian Eno, what exactly did he do? And there's a lot of butts involved in Brian Eno, Crispin Glover, and New Sensei, live on an Nardwar Human Surveyor. <laughs> what did Brian Eno do? I wanted to do an interview with him, but he was not doing interviews. Yeah. At least with me. Was there any fan interaction? Did you bring records to get signed? Because I should say, today on an Nardwar Human Surveyor radio show, New Sensei, you've brought in some vinyl to play. That's right. Uh-huh. And hopefully we'll be joined by Mish from... White White Lung. Lung. Who will be specially phoning in because this whole Nardwar to Human Serviette radio show is an infomercial in a weird (laughs) way for an upcoming tour that New Sensei are doing, right? That's correct. That's right. With the White Lung? Yeah, Yeah. White Lung. And they've already started the tour and you'll be joining them? What's going on? Uh, Not exactly. They're doing a quick uh, East Coast trip by themselves. I think they're playing Toronto, Montreal, and like some U.S. East Coast states. And then uh, we're doing our full North American tour together, where we'll be playing those same places again. But uh, that starts in, uh, I, when, when do we leave? May, Very soon. May 16th or something May 16th. Like, that, like next month or something. And, Andrea, you've brought out this vinyl to CITR. Yeah. Did you bring vinyl to Brian Eno? What went on there? No, I'm really I curious. didn't. It, it wasn't that kind of vibe. What went down there? It was like, uh, it, he did a lecture, and... Uh, 
it was it was a very mature audience. There was no heckling. <laughs> Do you mean mature as an older or mature as in? How did the audience differ from a new sensei gig? Is there heckling at a new sensei gig? Actually, no. It was pretty similar. We've had I mean, some heckling. Polite. Didn't you have some heckling in Calgary the other day? Did we? Yeah. Didn't you have some fighting in Calgary? Uh, well, when we played in Calgary, some people jumped on stage. Uh, well, uh, enjoying the music, uh, this guy, I think we found out later his name was Ian, I might be wrong, and he's apparently a very nice guy, but uh, he, he jumped on stage to do some kind of uh, crowd <laughs> crowd surf at Broken City, and uh, he, he in the process, pedal. he jumped on Andrea's pedal and broke it, and so the song was, the song ended, and I think he felt really bad, Yeah. and then we couldn't, we couldn't repair the pedal, and so we had to, we had to cut our, our set a couple songs early. Yeah. I thought somebody actually called you a nasty name and you had to fight them, Daniel. No, nothing like that. Nothing like that in Calgary? No. Edmonton, maybe. I don't know. I got called a poser in Edmonton before. Well, actually, and I shouldn't <laughs> underestimate the importance of broken pedals. That's important. <laughs> is, yeah. Like um, broken pedals for New Sensei. Can you name. describe your setup, Andrea? Like, how is that a problem if a pedal breaks with New Sensei? Oh, I don't, I, you know, don't want to reveal the mystery, but uh, it, it does make quite the impact on the live set if you break the pedal. And you were at Broken City, too. Was it's, there any sort of weirdness for that? I don't know. Broken, yeah, Broken City. Broken Pedal. Broken Pedal. However, the show must go on, right, Daniel? That's correct, yeah. Mm-hmm. And you really know about the show, don't you? <laughs> uh, I've been known to know about a few shows. Yeah. <laughs> the show Joseph and the Technicolor Barf? <laughs> <laughs> well, yes, uh, I'm, uh, I'm a professional musical theater performer. <laughs> I've been, uh, I've, I'm kind of on hiatus at the moment, but I've... Uh, I've been in. I did. I've been. I've done musical theater since I was 14 years old, and uh, I'm a trained dancer and singer and actor. And uh, and how? What did you do in Joseph? What can you tell us about Joseph in a Technicolor Dreamboat? Uh, Joseph was uh, the last performance I did, and uh, I played. I played uh, one of the brothers, and I sang a song, and uh, it was for a company I've worked with before in Vancouver called Royal City, and. Uh, yeah, I mean, I've done Joseph. Joseph, the show sucks, though. I mean, it's a you know doing shows like kids doing it's kids musical theater, which is always you know it's really fun for kids. Like I saw Joseph on the West End in England when I was a, ch- a kid, and I I thought it was like the best thing I'd ever seen in my life. But uh, you know, doing it is not as much fun because you're you're you know it's a little. Uh, it's, uh, it's weird but, um, Well it's pretty punk rock to do it isn't it Because I uh-huh. know like the screamers Tomato de Plenty He started out doing theatre and miming And Jello Biafra is totally into it oh, wow. so There's a total correlation between the whole That's thing That's cool uh, I like tomato. That's for sure. Um, yeah, I've. I, I, it's. I mean, I'm. I'm part of like the union, and I've done musical theater for many, many years. It's and something I really love to do. Has the union ever interfered with your high-paying gigs in New Sensei? <laughs> no, no, they've it's never interfered before. <laughs> and we're speaking here to New Sensei from Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, on the Nardwarda Human Serviette Radio Show. And are you guys New Sensei? Uh, what do you mean? Well, there's a band called New Sense, Andrea? There is, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's true. New Sense. Could you describe the spelling of your name and describe the spelling of their name? Our name is spelt N-U with an umlaut and then a space S-E-N-S-A-E. And the, the other band is N-U. It's not really a band. It's so like much. a rap. It's, it's like a, a rapper. I think it's a rapper or something, yeah. I think, the other guy. I just uh, I've only seen it a few. T- I've only new seen sense. New sense. New yeah. sense. N u s e n s e. I mean, I don't know where he uh, derived his name from. I mean, Andre and I made up the name New Sensei when we were 
14 in high school. He probably got it from us. Yeah, he probably stole it from us. And little does you know... Because you're the first band to have N-U dash. Yeah. You're yeah. the only guys that have N-U dash ever. Yeah. Ever. 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 And ever. What, and what what does he little know that you did it so long ago? Well, I think he... And he doesn't know where we came up with it from, which not nobody really knows. I mean, a few people know, like some close friends we've divulged to. Maybe family knows. Yeah, it's a, it's a big secret. But it, it basically comes from... I won't say what it is, but it came from... <laughs> I love the way he says it's a big secret. Now you just give well, it away. Oh, no, no, no. I'm just saying... <laughs> Please give it out, though. Please give no, it out. I'll just give a taste. It came from when I first moved to Canada. Um, I wasn't, like, hip to the... Uh, saying things in the correct way the pop culture of Canadian society and I, I was talking to I was describing a girl to Andrea and I said it looks like she dresses from like she shops at New Sensei and I was trying to describe a store that isn't called New Sensei but that's and so Andrea started laughing and saying that, that that's what we should call our band and so that's what we we named our fantasy band when we were 14 New Sensei and you're also sometimes known as Nude Sensitive Daniel <laughs> Nude Sensitive <laughs> Um, I don't know who first came up with that. Maybe I did. Um, I like to, like I always call white hung quite hung, white lung quite hung. And, um, you know, I like to play around with the words a little bit. And uh, I, I, maybe it's because I have a, I'm like, you know, I'm like the guy from, uh, from uh, Bare Naked Ladies. I have a history of taking off my shirt, you know, so maybe that's why. And coming up right now, we have a chunk of tunes that you've brought out. We're going to play the first little bit of tunes. We're going to hear right off the bat, Sun Skull. What's the deal on Sun Skull? They rule. They're a, they're a band from Olympia that we're... I think we, it's safe to say they're friends of ours. <laughs> um, we've played with them once, and uh, they're, they're very good friends with our very good friends, Broken Water, who are also from Olympia. And they're kind of like... How would you describe them? Well, I guess you'll hear it. We don't really describe it, but it's it's a female. new wave of Olympia hardcore. That's yeah, right. Yeah, it's a, you know weird, weird kind of. Uh, yeah, she's a girl singer. She's really cool and like, yeah. They're, they're on they're, Perennial Records, who are putting out a lot of really good albums. They run Perennial, actually. I think that the guitarist yeah. Hayes he he runs it. And then after that, some Miriam. Makeba. And that's your roots, isn't it, Dan? Yes, You're from it is. South Africa. That's correct, yeah. Now, what about South Africa punk rock, like the band Boo? Have you heard of the band Boo no. from South <laughs> no, Africa? No, I've never heard of the band Boo. <laughs> Did you hear any punk rock in South Africa? Um, I don't know about punk rock. I, there's a band from South Africa called uh, the Springbok Nude Girls, and they're kind of like a rock more of a rock band but um were you going to gigs back then or were you very young no i was very young i uh, i went to some funny gigs back then with my brothers but uh i i mostly just when i was growing up in south africa i just listened to what my brothers listened to which was like nirvana and smashing pumpkins and marilyn manson and that's basically and i mean i would just listen to their their albums i didn't really listen to and then of course i, I the most of south african music i really like is uh Things like Mary McKeba, more kind of uh, traditional South African music. And so she's like a... She's a punk rocker. She, yeah, she's totally cool. I mean, she's like a revolutionary, or she was. Uh, she's kind of like the South African Nina Simone. She's, uh, and the thing I love about her is she's, uh, she's Tlaasa, which is the... She's, it's a tribe in Africa. It's the click language. And so she always sings with clicks, which, is, which always sounds really cool. Here is a little bit of Sun Shkall and Miriam McKeba on an Ardware to Human Serviette radio show with new... Sensei. 
sensei. I was saying I knew a lot about Olympia punk rock, but I don't really. I put it on the wrong speed. Could you please explain? Does that happen often? What am I doing right now? Uh, uh, I, don't I don't know if it happens a lot, particularly to Olympia bands. Uh, maybe. It might be uh, something that they have to deal with a lot. So here we go. Take two of... Sunswell. I'm here. Are we hearing the Miriam Makeba punk rock mix at the moment yeah, right now? Yeah, it's, it's an Olympia, it's an Olympia South Africa. I guess I did mix. say that she was punk rock, so I guess inadvertently I've made her really, really punk rock here. But I think we're actually hearing another Sun Skull tune that I can't seem to turn off. What does this mean when you can't turn off the Sun Skull? You just gotta let it ride. Yeah, we'll stop it this way. There we go. Okay, back to Mary Makeba, selected personally by Daniel P2 of New Sensei on the Nardwar Human Serviette Radio Show. Show. 
still listening to Denard War, the Human Serviette Radio Show on CITR, FM 102, Cable 102, Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. And thank you, listeners of Denard War, the Human Serviette Radio Show, for listening to Denard War, the Human Serviette Radio Show. And a special shout out to Denard War, the Human Serviette listener, Chris Bennett. Chris Bennett, the band New Sensei. Hello, New Sensei. How are you doing? Hi, great. You're live on the Nardwater Human Serviette Radio Show. A shout out for Chris Bennett. Hi, Chris. Hey, Chris. And we'd like you to explain to Chris what exactly you played. But first, a little message for Chris. Uh, Chris, um, I hope you're having a great day. And if Chris wants to check out New Sensei, when can he check out New Sensei locally? Hello, Chris. Thank you for being a fan of the Nardwater Human Serviette Radio Show. Chris Bennett. May 13th at the Astoria. And after that, any other gigs if he doesn't make it out to May 13th at the Astoria? All over the United States. Or all over the internet. Or all over Canada. Or join the new Sensei fan club. That's right. That would be a great idea. So again, a shout out to Chris Bennett from Nardwarta Human Serviette Radio Show and new Sensei. And yes... You're listening to Denard Wardy Human Serviette Radio Show. And what did we just hear there, new sensei? Uh, that was Vox Pop. With? Uh, cab Driver. With Cab Driver. What can you say about Vox Pop? Um, it was uh, Dom Bowles from The Germs. Who I think band. you've met, right? Yeah, he put on a show for us in Los Angeles. That must have been pretty exciting. 
Yeah, I, I, he's a big inspiration to me. How was that band. set up? Uh, he does a night at in LA at this place called the uh, Hyperion Tavern. Hyperion, it's called. His night's called Dingaling. Dingaling. And uh, we we just like uh, he we. He, I don't remember how we... I think we asked him to play the night or something. He double booked it with uh, this new band at the time called Best Coast. Yeah, Best Coast. That was their, it was their first or second show, and they opened for us, and now they're superstars. That's what we do to people. <laughs> we, we turn people into superstars. And does that often happen with Don Bowles, a lot of double booking? He did a lot of double booking for his life. He's always I in bands, isn't he? That's the story of his life, double booking. We've hung, yeah. out, we've hung out with him a few times now, and I get the vibe that that's definitely a problem in his life. I think, he's, I think he needs like a... Uh, some like an uh, assistant, yeah, an assistant or some like m- time management manage- manager or something. And Vox Pop was after the Germs and before Forty Five Grave. It was like uh, in between for sure, yeah. And before that, we heard Miriam Makeba with the Nardwari Human Serviette Punk Rock Mix with Sun Skull <laughs> from Olympia, Washington. Sorry about that. There it was the wrong speed, I Daniel. It. I'm sorry about that. Right. And shortly, we're going to be joined by one of your tour mates. You're embarking on this gigantic North American tour, and one of your tour mates is phoning in, Daniel, right now to the Nardwari Human Serviette Radio Show shortly? Uh-huh, yeah, yeah, that's what, that's what she said. Mishway. And Mishway. who is that? Mishway. Who? She's the singer of White Lung. Yeah, and what can you tell the people about White Lung? What can people expect when Mish phones uh, in? Um... <laughs> What can they expect with Mish phones in? I don't know. It's uh, hard to tell. She's pretty unpredictable, but uh, she's uh, one of our good friends. I mean, we're White Lung are like our, you know, our BFF band. So I don't know. I think she's probably she's in Toronto right now, so she's pro- she's probably drunk because she's playing a show tonight. So maybe she'll be wasted. And you guys are new sensei from Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. And speaking of Vancouver, what was your first local gig that you went to, Daniel? What was the first local <sighs> punk rock gig? Like people should check out, of course, White Lung and New Sensei when mm-hmm. you do play gigs. I think I went. It was probably at the Mesa Luna when I was like fifteen. Uh, red light sting, hot maybe hot maybe red light sting, maybe some uh, maybe some organ, maybe some uh, Blood Brothers touring. I don't know. It was something of that kind of vibe, you know, screamo, early to mid two thousands kind of kind of feel. And how did you discover Mesa Luna? There was punk rock going on. What turned you on to you that? You went dancing there all the time. <laughs> yeah, I was a salsa dancer. No, um, I don't know. I guess Andrea probably told me about it or something. I don't know. We just It was just the thing to do. Yeah. And how did you find out about it, Andrea? Uh, I probably read about it in like a newspaper or something. But how did you find out about punk rock? Oh. Like, What was your first punk gig? Uh, I think it was a band called No Use for a Name. <laughs> Matt <laughs> Records, I think. That's right. I remember I was very, very let down. I didn't. I thought that being a punk meant that you had a British accent and uh, Liberty Spikes and a leather jacket. So I was confused. <laughs> what do you think of Slipknot? Um, I oh, we were just talking about this today. So I I went, I loved Slipknot when I was when I first moved to Canada. I used to listen to Slipknot a lot because my brothers used to listen to Slipknot, and Andrea used to tease me about it all the time. It's true. But now, I was a safety pin and he was a maggot. <laughs> How into Slipknot were you, Andrea? I heard you were so into it, you were into getting egged. <laughs> I think I turned you onto that. Yeah, I, we I, had a we had a we did a sort of like a performance fundraiser called Rage Against Everything. Where we had um, offered the sort of like the kind of jock kids at school a dollar for two eggs to egg us while we danced to Slipknot in our Slipknot costumes that we made. We, Andrea and I went to the alternative school in our high school, and so 
all the kids there thought that we were like you know special needs kids or like have dropouts or so they we used to just get picked on a lot because we were all the like gay kids and the like goth kids and stuff so we just like thought it was the perfect opportunity to raise money and do a performance where like we 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 allowed them to pelt us with eggs like yeah. what, what they've wanted to do for so long yeah but yeah. when slipknot fans want to kill you as well they have some yeah, interesting yeah. fans don't <laughs> they? i don't think slipknot would like us <laughs> no or their fans but i mean wouldn't slipknot be the sort of band that the people that want to hit you would be into that's I right well maybe but you know what that might be odd because slipknot's whole thing was like they grew up in this small town in iowa and they were like you know, we, no one understands us, and that's why we wear masks and stuff. So I think they'd be pretty. I think they'd be pretty. I think they'd be bummed if those were the people that were listening to them. I mean, I, I haven't spoken no, to the clowns in a few years. But, wow, sure. Daniel, you've just convinced me yeah. that Slipknot could be a viable musical source. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry about that. A source for all information, just like New Sensei are here today, live on the Nardwar, the Human Serviette Radio Show for punk rock. Though Andrea, you tried out for local Vancouver band the Mutators right. when you were 17. Uh, I think I was 18. Maybe. How old yeah. are you now? 22. So what happened? Did you get the gig? No, I didn't. And how did you try out? Describe that process. Gigi um, Allen was involved. <laughs> how did you go from Slipknot to Gigi <laughs> Allen? <laughs> um, we did... Uh, uh, I met Brody and Justin who, and Keith, because I went to school with Keith. From the Mutators? No, he was just friends with them. He played in Sex Negatives. Okay. But he introduced me to them, and I'd never sang in a band. Um, I didn't know any of those people. And... Uh, I went to try it and I was really nervous and I couldn't really do it but I and I didn't know any of the words to most of the songs that they suggested we do but I did know Don't Talk to Me by Gigi Allen so we used to just practice that song <laughs> as later covered by the Dum Dum Girls. I think the Dum oh, Dum yeah, Girls yeah, cover right. that. Yeah, yeah, they do. And the Dum Dum Girls best coast probably have done some gigs together. Yeah, yeah. And it all goes back to New <laughs> Sense. It's <laughs> all thanks to us. Giving yeah. Best Coast a break. What are a lot of industry bigwigs to check out Best Coast <laughs> when you played with them in LA that yeah, time? Yeah, yeah. We gave him the stepping stone. Yeah. What club was that specifically? That was the Hyperion Tavern, Dingaling. I mean, don't quote me. I don't know if it was their first show, but I know for sure it was the one of their first shows. Yeah, they sounded very different to how they sound now. And New Sensei, Daniel and Andrea, <laughs> if people want to find out more about New Sensei and his upcoming tour, where can they get the information and the dates? Because it's going everywhere. Well, you can On look, the White Lung website. Yeah, White Lung have a website. <laughs> I mean, uh, we don't use our MySpace anymore. I don't think anybody uses MySpace anymore. But uh, we uh, we have like a Facebook page if you're into that. But we also have a... We have a and people listening right now, when you type in New Sensei, how are they going to spell New Sensei into Facebook? N-U space S-E-N-S-A-E. Is there any way to do an umlaut when you enter it into Facebook? Oh, uh, the only have way... Have you tried that? Uh, I've never tried it. The only way I've ever done it is on my father's computer. He has this like cube you can copy and paste things <laughs> and andrea Gigi allen it didn't just stop there did it you no. found Gigi allen's <laughs> girlfriend yeah Gigi allen's girlfriend tell me about that uh i i kind of got her name is um oh my god i'm cool. liz mankowski liz liz my my friend liz um we're friends now uh i got obsessed with wanting to know what happened to her because the last footage, she had a black eye and she was getting into a taxi with him. <coughs> and so I looked on the internet for a couple of days and I found out her middle name and all this stuff. And I tracked her down and we've been emailing back and forth. Because she used to make zines and I make zines, so maybe there's like an interview. And how about background vocals? Did she sing on any Gigi Allen recordings at I all? Have you thought about her. inviting her to do that? Oh, that'd be so cool. 
Did yeah. you say anything about that last gig? Like, what happened at the end of the last? We gig? haven't gotten there yet. I have to, you know, I have to warm up to her a little bit. Like, I don't want to freak her out because it's already really weird. <laughs> maybe you could bring her to the Astoria. I, maybe she'll come to our show in California. What's the Astoria like upstairs? Have you stayed Never there? Never been there. Do you know anybody that's been to the Astoria upstairs? No, in I Vancouver? think it's probably bed, bed bug ridden. Who's Melanie, and where did she get the snot rags? <gasps> oh, Melanie. Melanie. And what is snot rag for the people that don't know? It's a Vancouver uh, punk scene from, I guess, the early 80s, I would say. Um, run by the guy who owns Zulu. Grant. Grant, that's right. And his friends. And where did you get these? Because they're pretty rare. Like, Melanie borrowed like... them from him because she works for him. Oh, Melanie Coles. Yeah, yeah. Melanie Coles. Yeah. And you got to go through them. Yeah, and they're amazing. And do you think you're going to use that as a template, perhaps, for your fanzine? Maybe, yeah. What is your fanzine? Uh, we have we started it, but we've been sort of slacking off because everyone's really busy. But we're trying to do sort of a similar thing to that. There's a few of us involved. Yeah. I um, mean, we also have our fan club zine, which is something yeah, different. Yeah, we have a lot of projects. That's just me and Andrea. That's a, that's a new sensei. Like, we also have a new sensei fan club where we, we uh, get people's mailing addresses and we send out a monthly zine that has uh you know bands that we like or like uh we review records we like and we do a crossword and we send them free stuff and people can send back stuff and win prizes and things like that and i think we have a fan club member on the phone right now hello are you their caller yeah, it's Mish calling from White Lung. We're supposed to call you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Mish. This is Nardwar the Human Serviette. Hi, Nardwar. How are you? Good. Well, first off, who are you? My name is Mish, and I sing the band called White Lung. And Mish, who else is in White Lung? Oh, well, I have Kenneth McCorkle here beside me and Grady uh, McIntosh. And then our drummer, Anne-Marie, is uh, just in the washroom. Well, that's amazing. I thought you said, and our drummer, Anne-Marie, is just in the washroom. That would be amazing. <laughs> What's... Now, she's really old. I don't think she could play drums. <laughs> I recently saw photos of Anne-Marie wearing a Nirvana t-shirt. I didn't know she was into Nirvana. Oh. She likes Kurt Cobain. Is that... Lot. And that's the influence of all these bands, isn't it, that are here today live on an Ardwater Human Survey radio show, i.e. Kurt Cobain, New Sensei, Kurt Cobain, White Lung. Mish, who else is on the Nardwater Human Serviette radio show right now here live in Vancouver? Who am I interviewing as well besides you? Say hi. Kenny and Grady and Emily. Hi. Hello. <laughs> what can you tell the people, Mish, about New Sensei? Oh, New Sensei are our best friends. Um, they are an amazing band that make the noise of a thousand people with only two people. And we tour a lot with them. We love them very much. Sp- and we're going on tour with them all summer for 60 shows. And they were saying for information on the tour to check out your website because they don't have any information really. What is your website if people want all the information on that? Uh, well, Kenny, Kenny will program it into our website eventually, but he's busy with his other computer nerd things right now. But yes, you can fully, as the shows are being booked, they'll be put up on whitelung.ca. Most importantly, Mish of Whitelung, did you see Pauly D when he was in Vancouver? No, I didn't. I wish I did, because um, I think he's... I used to think Paul D was hot. He's kind of turning into a bit of a dork, but 
Oh my God. Do you know anybody that oh, went to? <laughs> do you know anybody that went to see Paulie D of Jersey Shore in Vancouver? Because you love the Jersey Shore. Do you know if anybody went to see him at all? How do you know I like Jersey Shore? How do I not know that you don't like Jersey Shore? <laughs> you love the Jersey Shore, Mish. You love the Jersey Shore. Like yeah. Paulie D is a celebrity crush with you, along with David Eby. Uh, oh, do you know about all this? <laughs> 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 For Jersey Shore, Mish, how close are you to getting your music of White Lung on Jersey Shore? Can Nominal get you on to Jersey Shore? No, we're not on Nominal. We're on Deranged. Um, you will be on Nominal shortly, though. <laughs> yeah, because that's what I was going to say. You have a split coming up, Mish, with New Sensei, who are here on an Ardware to Human Survey radio show called Clown Life on Nominal Deranged Records. Yep, that's true. And, Daniel, could you describe the cover pick? <laughs> the cover? Because um, <laughs> I saw some outtakes. How did you see it? Some outtakes of the Clown Life nominal deranged what? record. How? I don't, <laughs> um, There's some outtakes. What sort of pants is Daniel wearing <laughs> on the cover, Mish, of the cover of the Clown Life nominal deranged split between White Lung and New Sensei? Well... They're these America pants that I think might be Andrea's, but he wore them at our show in Calgary at Broken City a couple weeks ago, too. Yeah, that's true. They're Amer- and Andrea dressed like they were having an identity crisis. <laughs> Andrea was dressed as a, a Mormon skate witch, and I was dressed as a, an American, like a, a, a... Rodeo clown. A rodeo clown wearing American flag um, bell bottoms. Could you please describe the photo shoot? Could you please describe the photo shoot, Me? Daniel? Yes. Uh, what is the outtake photo that I see? <laughs> well, I'm not sure which outtake you saw, but uh, the photo shoot was... Um, There's an outtake of you and Mish very close together. Oh. Mish, do you remember that at all? <laughs> Maybe uh, Mish is... pretending to give Daniel a blowjob. Uh, it wasn't pretend, Mish. We can oh, be yeah, honest. Yeah. <laughs> is that the actual cover photo? No, that won't be the cover. That might maybe we'll do a special limited edition pressing for people that can pay more for that. But what is the photo then on the cover? The photo was all of us um, being being crushed by tons of gear, and uh, I believe there's crutches, and uh, I think there's a, a garden fence, and maybe like a TV or something. It's just like pretty much everything we could scratch together, crushing our our, our clown bodies. And we're live here with New Sensei and White Lung on the Nardwarda Human Serviette Radio Show. White Lung and New Sensei will be touring shortly. Coming up all over North America, word is getting out via radio and zines and magazines. And Mish, Hearty Magazine. You're part of the Hearty Magazine. Hearty Magazine. Yes, I am. And I learned from Hardy Magazine that Louise Burns made a video. Local girl made good. Louise Burns made a video with Lindsay Lohan? Yeah, when she was in that band Lilix, they did the song for Freaky Friday, and they did a music video, and Lindsay Lohan's in it. They did it with her. If you want to know some real... uh new sensei white lung scoop on the topic of louise burns uh mish and i used to play in a band with louise called shove so uh we've yes, we we've, we've been in a band with someone who has been in a music video with Lindsay lohan so very very close degrees of connection <laughs> and was that a whole cover band no <laughs> we may, maybe i think we might have hoped it was but w- were you in a whole cover band at all mish from white lung emory and i had to play one show where we did that and it was really fun how did you meet Anne-Marie? Um, 
I don't know. I didn't see her. I didn't see her around. Found her on the street. I found her on the street. She was like... I hear tennis. Lost. I'm Marie of the band White Lung. Yep. <laughs> How the hell are you? How are you, Narwar? Good. What was your first local gig that you ever saw? Like, it was a, like a rock punk music or first... Yes, a first punk gig, because I was wondering about the Lynn Hall scene. Was that like your first scene? Is that maybe where you met Mish? No, no we met it through a jam space. And I don't know how I... Like, I just met Emery. She's just a around. I'm around like that fun. We became friends. Well, fun is important with White Lung because that's how you met Kenneth, wasn't it? Through the Fun 100? <laughs> no, no. I met Kenny because <laughs> we just knew Kenny because he played in a band called Cheerleader Camp and him and his team bandmates were always hanging around. <laughs> but didn't Kenny, Kenny, are you there? Yeah, Kenny, I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> how the hell are you? I'm pretty good. <laughs> Did you make some videos for Fun 100, though? The band Fun yeah. 100, now the Beelines. Yeah, yeah, I did. It, it was a masterpiece. And how did you discover them? Um, I probably saw them at, maybe I saw them at Steelen Hall or the Messalina or something, because I was an underage teen looking for a good time rolling around, <laughs> trying to find fun. I don't know, yeah. And how did you find punk rock? I, uh, maybe mom my mom bought me a CD or something, <laughs> I don't know. Mish, your compatriot in New Sensei, Andrea, went to a local gig, and it was punk rock. What do you think her first local punk rock gig was? <laughs> what was Andrea's gig? Yes. Oh, I don't know. Um... Probably some, like, weird black metal band <laughs> day or something that she only knew about. I don't know. Andrea, maybe you could tell me. <laughs> what? No use for a name. <laughs> Fat records. <laughs> when she was five. Yeah. <laughs> Mish, congrats! Congratulations, White Lung! You're out there. You're touring. You're playing Toronto. You're doing this Eastern tour. You do a lot of gigs. Was there some incident where you threw shit at an actual venue? Bitch, <laughs> that was me. It was in South Carolina. It was really. I don't know how you know about this. Daniel probably told you. I didn't say anything. What? Yeah, I threw my feces at a venue. <laughs> No. I had a bad time. No. How did that happen? Like coming at that place, it was disgusting. But could you explain the circumstances? Because a lot of times it's e- <laughs> it's not well, it's not easy, Mish of White Lung, to throw shit. Yeah, once I hear the story, it's, once you hear it, it's not that great. So let's just leave it a mystery. Yeah. But just the idea of throwing shit, like for instance, some people listening. It was my shit, it wasn't someone else's. What's the big deal? Well, you're never gonna get a date again, Mish. <laughs> no, what I meant by shit is, for instance, a lot of rock and roll bands when they tour in a bus they are not allowed to take a shit in a bus because you can't shit in a bus you have to piss in the bus so you shit in a bag in other words there's lots of bags filled with shit in them so for corporate bands that are touring in buses it's easy to throw shit but for you diy types it's not that easy to get shit and throw it so i was curious how did you get the shit in did you put it in a bag did you use a shovel i've shit in a bag before that's a whole different story (laughs) 
Um, I just managed to scoop it out somehow. <laughs> How did I know this interview would end up with us talking about Mish's shit? <laughs> I mean, she stories like a hundred times. <laughs> So gross. Well, I just lastly. I'm still a lady, you know. <laughs> well, when did the shitbag story come up? Oh, I lived in an apartment where our toilet was clogged and we had to shit in bags. It was a million years ago. <laughs> and speaking of a million years ago, is Grady there? Yeah, Grady's here. Hi. Hello, Grady. <laughs> Welcome back to the Nardwarty Human Serviette Radio Show. The last time you were on, you were on with Automatic Fancy. I wasn't there. That's when I first... Act, or you weren't there, were you? But Automatic Fancy was there on an Artwork Human Serviette radio show. What happened? I'm still confused. How did you end up from Automatic Fancy into White Lung? Uh... Because she worked at a shoe store. Yeah, <laughs> I worked with one of Mish's friends who's in a band with her. And then I sort of became their... Bass player that lasted to like a week. Yeah, two months, and then you just sort of started jamming with Andre not long after that. And now you're on tour in Toronto, Ontario, waiting for new sensei. New sensei, you got to get out to Ontario now. Yep. <laughs> we're I'm fl- we're getting on a plane as soon as this is over. Where are you guys playing tonight? Seattle. Where are you guys playing tonight? In case we have any Ontario listeners that want to run to the oh, game. Oh yeah, we're playing at Parts and Labor. Uh, Parts and Labor, which is on Queen Street West. And who are you up against tonight? I noticed that Fucked Up are playing in Toronto tonight. Who are you up against? Who's the competition? Why are like, wow. playing too? No one's going to come to our show. Well, hopefully they will come to your show. <laughs> and for a little sampling of what White Lung do, we have a track all queued up here, Mish, from your brand new CD, track number 10. Daniel, what can you say about this track coming up? Well, I think it's the best song White Lung have ever done Personally, and what tr- song could that be, Mish? It's, it's a song called Mish. Can you guess? Oh, it's the one where you sing, probably. Yeah, that's right. Tail. <laughs> and what is it about exactly, but Daniel? Uh, oh, da- oh, yeah, Daniel. I won't. I won't have. It's just about us touring together. It's not good to know what the songs are about, Mish. Do people all know what the White Lung songs are about? Do people come up to you and wonder what the songs are about, or is it obvious what the songs are about after the listeners hear it? I don't know. Some person tried to write out the lyrics to Sleep Creep, and they were all wrong. It was really funny, actually. I don't know. I don't... If you want to know lyrics, you can just ask me. I'll probably get drunk and tell them. So we're going to play right now here, track 10, Tale by White Lung, featuring Daniel of New Sensei, who's here with Andrea from New Sensei on the Nardwater Human Serviette Radio Show. Anything else, White Lung, you'd like to say to the people out there at all? Um, send us money if you want. We're really poor. <laughs> We're going to go to Harvey's right now if anyone wants to join us. <laughs> Whitelung.ca is the website, right, Kenny? You're going to post those tour dates right away? Yeah, yeah, I'll get right on it. <laughs> well, why should people care about White Lung and New Sensei on tour, White Lung? Why should people care about this upcoming tour? Because every show is going to be really magical and amazing, and you'll never see it again. And one of us is probably going to die on this tour, so <laughs> fans will be dying. All right. Well, thanks so much, White Lung. Keep on rocking in the free world, and do do loot do. Yeah.
You're still listening to CITR Radio, FM 102, Cable 102, Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, and the Nardwar, the Human Serviette Radio Show. We have on the Nardwar, the Human Serviette Radio Show, new sensei, still on the Nardwar, the Human Serviette Radio Show, and new sensei, what did we just hear? Thank you for bringing in these crates of records. No problem. We just heard Shannon and the Clams. And any background on Shannon and the Clams and the connection to new sensei? I know the word 40 means something. 40 versus 35. What is my theory? 40 Sucks. versus 35. Oh. <laughs> well, okay. Shannon and the Clams are a band from Oakland, California. And they're friends of ours. And uh, we played with them on... New Sensei played with them on our first ever tour in the States. And we've just been friends for many years. And... Um, uh, Shannon and the Clams are going on tour with Hunks and His Punks, uh, another band from Oakland. Uh, the tour starts on April 8th. And uh, the, their drummer, the drummer of Shannon and the Clams, Ian, uh, I guess he, he didn't want to go on the tour, and so um, Shannon asked if I would play drums for them. So I'm going to be drumming for Shannon and the Clams for their U.S. tour. And uh, the 40-30 thing... <laughs> 40 versus 35. Andrea, maybe you could explain that. <laughs> I don't know if it's... What is I mean, my theory, Andrea, of New Sensei? <laughs> um... Well, Daniel has to learn, or has learned, 40 Shannon the Clown I mean, ballpark. Songs. I don't know if it's exactly ballpark. 40. But. And uh, he only knows about 30 New Sensei songs. <laughs> it's gone down yeah. from 35. <laughs> That's awesome. So you're learning more songs by a band you're not in to go tour with. <laughs> I guess, yeah, I guess so. And check them out on tour, because it's going to be a big tour for that, isn't it? Or yeah. how big a tour is that? Is there it's, any crossover? Are you going to have to play with New Sensei and Shannon <laughs> the Clams? Fortunately not. Um, I come home for, I think, four days in between. So it's, it's a five-week tour with Shannon and Hunks, full U.S. And we play two dates in Canada. We play in Toronto and Montreal. And then I come back to Vancouver for, f- I think it's four days. And New Sensei and White Longway will have a record release and our court tour kickoff at the Astoria on the 13th. And then we leave on the 17th for 16th. the new Sensei tour. 16th, yeah. And before Shannon and the Clams, we heard... White Lung! Oh, yeah, oh, yeah White Lung. <laughs> it's all a blur, White Lung. A song... Andrea, what could you describe that song about? What is going on in that song? What happens normally just to reacquaint people with new Sensei? And new Sensei, you're the singer, aren't you? Yes. But on that particular track, what was going on? It was White Lung. That was uh, Mishway and Daniel Patu singing a duet together. On White Lung's brand new yeah. CD. And it's a great duet. So does Daniel do any singing in New Sensei at all? He has recently, yes. So is there a mic for you, Daniel? Do you have like a drummer's mic <laughs> set live. up? We haven't tried the songs live yet. But it's on the comp that uh, Bloodstains Across BC comp that came out on Mammoth. Which was, which was copied from the Bloodstains Across Alberta. That's, right, That's yeah. right. And there's a video of you in Alberta touring, New Sensei. Oh, yes. Yeah, so yeah, we like to make yeah. tour videos. <laughs> we make and, a lot of tour videos. And you're singing an Aqua song? Is yeah, that... we love Aqua. Uh-huh. <laughs> and speaking of Aqua, you played an Aqua party in Salem? Yes. <laughs> what was that, an Aqua party? Was it all Aqua? It was a whole other world. I don't think it was intentionally Aqua. We played this... Uh, I, this, this is so funny. This I feel like this story's become so like well known now. <laughs> we played this uh, 
It's like, a, I guess, a, a punk house in Salem, Oregon. It looked really cool. Like, it had, like, records on the roof. I yeah, they did. They had, like, a cutout of Elvis, I think, too. Or James Dean or something. Yeah, James it was cool. Dean, yeah. It was, like, the house was really cool, but it was, like, it was, I mean, it was one of the filthiest punk houses I've ever seen in my life. Like, the pipes it was burst, really, too. So there was yeah. shit and piss everywhere. We played there with White Lung, and during the set, the pipes burst, and, like, everyone there was, uh, all the all the attendees at the show were, like, shooting up and smoking meth in the bathroom, but, like, so they were puking. We're and, just speculating, though. Well, I mean, I think the burnt spoons were a pretty, pretty good indication. Yeah. But, um, and so, like, they were, like, puking. Just another night at the Astoria. Oh, yeah, just That's another right. night. And they were puking into the toilet, and because they had turned the pipes off, like, everything was overflowing, and uh, people, there were dogs everywhere, like. Right had, after White Lung played, and it was very strange, because they um, insisted that we use their gear, the house band, and we used their gear, and then uh, the pipes burst, and shit and piss came pouring down all their gear. <laughs> and then we we all, like, I, the last thing I remember is we were just kind of taking a moment after we played, and then suddenly every single... And I mean, it's funny, because Salem's one of those small towns that, like, I don't think it's big enough that, it, like, the alternative community has smaller sub... Salem, Oregon. Yes. Like, it doesn't have, you know, like, oh, there's the, like punk kids and then there's like the kind of like rock kids or whatever it's just like everyone who doesn't listen to like top 40 or or not even like anyone who's weird all hang out together so it was like full of like skinheads and like gangbangers and like goth chicks and like (laughs) ravers but for real that guy there was this guy who was like 300 pounds who had his shirt on that said i love beer and pussy or something and like it was crazy and then like Right, right after the show, we like start hearing that there's this party happening in the basement in this other room, and they're all dancing and going crazy to Candyman by Aqua and Hedwig, the Angry Inch. Yeah. Like, all the ballads, like all these big guys, they're all singing the lyrics to Origin of Love from Hedwig and the Angry Inch. It was like we had all—I mean, it was the final night of a tour that we had done with White Lung, and we were all so tired, and like we just kind of accepted our fate and partied at this house. But it was—it was one of the wildest, craziest. I think. <laughs> I believe that Grady went and slept in the van, and, and I they think were they were trying it. to tip it over, and they set fire to their neighbor's house. When we left at 8 a.m., the party was still raging, and we left to go back to home yeah. to Vancouver. Andrea, how did people know it was shit? <laughs> there was no question. <laughs> it was, yeah, I don't know. It was just gross. It and was he, a crazy night. It was, it was kind of obvious. I felt like we had slipped into a different dimension. A house party in Salem, Oregon. What about this house, the mansion? Is that where you met Shannon and the Clams? Yeah, that is actually. Yeah. It's in San Francisco. I don't think it's around anymore. It's in the. It was in the dog patch in San Francisco. And how did you get that particular gig? Um, Mar- Marissa. Marissa Magic, yeah. She's a she's a girl. She used to live in Olympia, Washington, and now she lives in the Bay Area. She's a musician. And she played in a band at the time called uh, The Divine Feud, which was kind of like a Babes in Toyland vibe, kind of all-girl band. And uh, they, I think we, we asked them to set up a show for us, and so they set it up for us because uh, I think the drummer, Candace, she lived at the house, and they invited Shannon and the Clams to play at the show, which is pretty funny because Shannon and the Clams are very different from... Us, uh, but you know, it like, was love at first sight. Yeah, night. like now yeah, they're like our oldest tour friends now. And at another house show, you met the Ganglions. Yeah. Oh yeah, we did. Uh, in Sacramento. Yeah. He, uh, I don't remember his name. <laughs> I don't remember his name either. There's but, a couple of them. Yeah, but he gave us the record to trade, and um, I it's it's one of my favorite records. I think that's come out in the past few years. It's so good. And Sacramento also was the Thunder Horse store. Yeah, yeah. What's my friend that? Marilyn and her friend, her twin sister Jen, own this vintage store. And uh, uh, Marilyn plays in a band called Veritariche, and uh, they are also some of our oldest mm-hmm. tour friends. We met them on our first tour. They played in a band called Mental Stagnation, and 
Yeah, we always see them, and we always go to the store. And they came up and played. Vera Tarish came up and played uh, Distort Fest, which is uh, you know that that punk little punk festival that Fote puts on in Vancouver every every year. Is it yearly? Yeah. So they came up and played here. Yeah, they're also like old friends of ours from Sacramento. New Sensei, what are some tips for people to want to do house gigs? Like, what's the tips for getting people to put dollars into the hat? Does that happen when you're playing a house gig? We're not is there still a hat? There is. Yeah. People in Vancouver are actually pretty good about that. Fote's um, good. He, people you know. On tour, it's good, too. People try, I think. I think the problem is, is that Andrea and I are not very, like... Do you have somebody to go out to do it for you ever? No. Usually the person that puts on the show does. I think it would be in poor taste if we were, <laughs> we're like, playing yeah. with a jar. Well, have you heard of a lot of people making a lot of money at a house show like no. another band because no. they have an aggressive merch guy? No, and especially not us because Andrea and I, we're very, uh, we're very shy of confrontation with promoters and things like that, I think. <laughs> so, like, uh, you know, I think if there was a situation, we'd just be like, oh, well, thank you for having us. And, so you have no tips for people to get money in the hat. No. Don't do maybe just don't do what we do. If you really want to get money at a house show, just like demand it from people, but you probably won't be asked to play again cuz there's this weird thing at a house show where like I don't know. It's like it's not expected. It's like and so people are if you, offer if, I don't know, it's very weird. If the person putting on the show is responsible, they'll gather the tips. What's the most you've made at a house show? <laughs> Uh, like 50 know. bucks maybe but what's yeah. the most you made at a club show 50 bucks uh no, no. Uh, no comment no comment yeah, no, we're too do you want to know the least no do you want to know the yeah. most we well, owed probably zero zero we owed once we were in debt in portland oregon oh yeah because uh we got drink tickets and no and we were playing a night of duos there was a panther and casey and brian and all these you know supposedly kind of popular bands that we played and um there's no one there when we got no one came to the show and when we got there the promoter gave us drink tickets and he had some weird kind of explanation about them but we didn't really understand and then the other night we found out that the drink <laughs> tickets came out of our final pay and the fact that we made nothing we actually owed the bar money for our beers for playing to their empty show. So who is it then? Are you going to go back to the place? Yeah, I'm going to go fuck them up. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't remember where it was. Is that an internet cafe, which was even the funnier part? <laughs> Did you use the web at all? Did they and actually, at that, no, at that show, free. I think Mish was on tour. Like, Mish was our kind of roadie, roadie yeah. on that tour from White Lung. And uh, uh, while that band Panther were playing, I, I believe it's Toby Vale's sister's boyfriend's band or something. It's like, there's some connection. Now, how does to- that help with the draw? Beca- yeah. <laughs> No, 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 not for Is that like on the poster? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, but I just remember we were sitting outside. Toby about- Vale's sister's <laughs> boyfriend. Maggie Vale? Maggie Vale's boyfriend. Uh, but <laughs> they're, I mean, they're, they're apparently a popular band. I think they're on, they're on Kill Rockstars or something. I mean, not that that's anything. But this is besides the point. I'm getting... Uh, anyway, Sorry, we, we were sitting outside watching Panther, you know, Toby Vale's sister's boyfriend's band's play uh he looked at the guitarist turned around and like gave mish because we were sitting outside and he looked through the window and gave mish this kind of like sexy like rock move or something and she gave him the finger or no i think she just looked at him weird and then he gave her the finger and he like told her to go fuck herself during their set or something but i don't think maybe that's that not that far, great of a story no what did he say he said girl outside the window go fuck yourself <laughs> i think it motioned through the through the glass he kind of like gave her the finger mid-set and you know kind of did maybe like a while playing like what are you looking at bitch like face or something you know yeah and coming up right now on an Ardwarty Human Serviette radio show with New Sensei, we have something from Broken Water, yeah. mm. Kansas. They're, oh no, we're actually going to play Heartstrings because Kansas is really long. It's a great song, but they're um, they're playing here uh, on 
May 15th at the Waldorf, and we're going to be playing records. And uh, I think we have, we're going to do a split with them. I they're think. a band from Olympia, too. Yeah. yeah. They're, they're, they're really cool. They, yeah, we've played a few shows with them, and we're going to do a split. Yeah, yeah they're rad. This is their new album. You should mm-hmm. get it. Brand new. Broken Water on Denard Ward, the Human Serviette radio show with guest Crate Diggers new Sensei, Sensei. Jumbo. Actually, um, before I start this, have I been pronouncing your name wrong the whole time? Is it new or new? Like, I mean, how exactly? <laughs> new. Like, like new. I don't know. Like news. News, yeah. What's the news? New, Sensei. It doesn't matter. It doesn't mean anything, so you can, you can pronounce it however you like. You don't even have to say it. Broken Water on Denard Ward, a human serviette radio. Show. Show. Oh, by the way, um, I'm just fading this down. It didn't start properly. We're starting it wrongly because I wasn't able to cue it. There's no disrespect oh, to the, the band. Song. Is yeah. this the right song? Yeah. Okay, good. Oh, we are back.
And you're still listening to the Nardwar, the Human Serviette Radio Show. And who do we have still, still, still on the Nardwar, the Human Serviette Radio Show? New Sensei. Sensei. And who are you, New Sensei? Please introduce yourselves again to the people out there. And what did we just hear? Um, we just heard Babes in Toyland. Handsome and Gretel. And before that? Uh, Heartstrings by Broken Water. From? Olympia, Washington. On the Nardwar to Human Serviette radio show. Now, new sensei. When you guys play a gig, we're going to play something by you coming up shortly. Because I realized that I hadn't played anything by you guys yet. <laughs> we haven't even played you. You brought out this wonderful music <laughs> and you brought nothing of yourself. So we found a vinyl offering. What vinyl offering are we going to play coming up here? Of ours? Yes. We're going to play a song called uh, New Lies. It's the first song of our newer LP. And it's on nominal records. Yeah. Yes. New Sensei, who go on tour quite a bit, and you're going on this big tour coming up. I love that you got a tour video. That's great. Mm-hmm. I love the tour video. Yeah. You've got some responses for that, I see. Did you see the comments on YouTube, Andrea? Yeah. I saw one. No. I didn't see them. Somebody said you could stay at their house? Yeah, and they said we have Cokes. I think they know that we like Coca-Cola. So oh, gonna, yeah, we do. Are you going to follow up on that? How's that helped, doing <sighs> the tour promo? I love your tour promo. <laughs> Uh, well, I mean, we do love Coca-Cola. We have a lot of... Fr- I believe that person was from Oakland. They said that we could stay with them in Oakland. I mean, we have a lot of friends in Oakland, so... But we may just have to ditch them for some free Coca-Cola from this stranger from the it's internet. It's true. Yeah. Has there been much internet booking going wrong at all? Like, what's your worst case of internet gone wrong booking? Like, you show up and the gig's not happening. What sort of internet... Oh, I sent you an email. We are... That's a classic line. Is, I I'm, sent you an email. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm kind of... Uh, I'm kind of anal about booking tours like i really like um hassle people <laughs> so i don't i think it's like we, i don't think we've ever had that problem because i usually just like bug people until we get like definite concrete confirmation and when you're playing live new sensei what does it look like do you play on the stage <laughs> can you describe what does it look like andrea um well we sometimes do i i prefer playing on like a medium sized stage like maybe like a f- Two feet, a two-foot stage. Um, what is it? I don't know. I don't really move a lot. Daniel moves a lot because he's, you know, mm-hmm. he's got his hands all up in the air. But I'm pretty. I think I'm pretty stiff. It's kind of. <laughs> and you played the Vera Project in Seattle. Yeah, we did. What was that like? That's sort of a legendary all ages place. <laughs> yeah, it was kind of lame. No one came. It was a very empty show. Yeah. We played there with White Long. Uh, it's all ages, though. Like, what's the opposite of rah, rah, rah? <laughs> I think it was too... Uh, it's in a weird place. It's... I don't know. It's like down... Yeah. Uh, it's like if there was an all ages venue at uh, GM Place. Like, yeah. in the basement. It's like... I don't even know if that's the problem. But I, no, that would be really fun. Yeah. I, 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 it's hard to explain. I think that... I don't know. Maybe the show wasn't promoted or maybe no one cares about us. I don't know. But there was not very many people there. And uh, it was... I mean, it was a f- it was fine, but it was like... It Seattle's wasn't like our sort best of show. sort gets a bad rap, but um, our last show in Seattle was really fun. We played at the Black Lodge and it was really good. It was yeah. a really good show. We're, we're more into playing like kind of... If we can, if we can, you know, DIY kind of, a, or warehouse spaces or things like that. I th- yeah, maybe this venue is like two square. Yeah, it was a little <laughs> bit, yeah. I mean, like, I love playing for, I love all ages. I think it's really important, but that, I don't know. I didn't, I didn't particularly think that venue was crazy, like amazing or anything. In, in my experience yeah. of playing there. We just played a little bit of Babes and Toyland and you met Laurie Barbero. That's yeah. true, yeah. 
How did that happen? Um, well, we're big. We're planning. Uh, <laughs> Andre and I, we're like, we've always loved Babes in Toyland. It's like what it's like one of our favorite bands, I'd say. Mm-hmm. Right? And uh, I love Lori Barbero. I steal all her drum beats, and she's like my favorite drummer. And um, we, when we knew that we were on our tour with Shearing Pinks this past summer, when we knew we were going to play in Minneapolis, um, we had found her on Facebook actually, and. Uh, I think it was Nick for, from Shrink Pink's first messaged her and said that, you know, just like, hey, how's it going, blah, blah, blah. And then um, I think it was either you or me that found, or maybe it was Nick. We just, we Nick somehow did, contacted that. We found out that she was um, working in a restaurant. So yeah, we went bartending for, at this place. For, so we went for a drink and she was really nice. She bought all the drinks and... So you made a lot of effort to try to find her then. Yeah. Yeah, we did. And she was really, she was so sweet though. We, uh... We we gave her our record and she 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 still messages us sometimes and she's on our fan club mailing list and stuff. She's really cool. Did yeah. she tell you any Babes in Toyland little tidbits at no. all? No, but you know what? She's famous for telling jokes. That's like that was her big thing. And she'd always tell jokes. And she told us a joke because we she said we're Canadian, so she told us a joke. And she said, "How did they first name Canada?" And she said they were pulling names out of a hat to name it or letters out of a hat to name it. And she said, first they pulled out a C A N A. D A, you know, like A as in like A, and we all pretended to think it was really funny. Ah, boom! So you put all this effort into meeting Laurie Barbero, and you met her, and then randomly you bumped into Thurston Moore. That's yeah, Thurston and Kim and their daughter Coco. Just randomly, no yeah. Facebooking, nothing. No. What happened there, Andrea? Uh, we saw them crossing a street when Daniel and I were eating pizza in a park. Where? New Northampton. Northampton, Massachusetts. How did you know it was them? Yeah, because he's so tall. <laughs> The only reason I wanted to book a show in Northampton, though, I had I had bad intentions because I mean it's like that town is pretty small and like you know I don't know there's not many great places to play or anything. But um, the only reason I wanted to book a show there is because I knew that they lived there and I was like, hoping. oh really? So it was sort of planned. Well, in a way, but I, I thought it was a big I thought it was a long shot, you know. Yeah, I mean we were just eating in the park but and they walked pre- by. It's pretty funny though because when we when we pulled up into Northampton, I was wearing a Goo T-shirt and I was like, oh, I should take this off. Like I just, I just had this vibe that I was like, I don't want to be embarrassed. I want to take this off. And then we ran into them, and they were very nice. Yeah. Were you like, yeah, I can't believe this? What did you say to them? <laughs> like you invited them to the gig? That must have been amazing, yeah, yeah. Andrea. Uh, it was really, it was cool. Um, Daniel couldn't say a word. He was so nervous because of Keith Gordon. <laughs> like he couldn't, he didn't. He's usually so chatty, and he was like silent. I had to do all the talking, <laughs> and he just kind of. Stood there with his mouth open, just like frozen. He, did, I don't think you said one word. I think I said hi. You said hi, like whispered it. Because Kim's my favorite. Yeah, and so, and they were really cool. Um, I met Thurston Moore in Vancouver a few years ago, also walking down the street, and I was trying to get him to remember. Too, I was like, remember, remember, you wanted to go shopping. Didn't he? You know? But he said he remembered. He did. He did after a while. He's like, yeah, 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 I remember. So, and then he said he was going to come to our show, and he didn't. We were really let down, but we, we, we stayed with his. With his friend, I forget his name, but he plays in a project with Thurston. We stayed at his house, and uh, the next morning, Thurston texted him and apologized and said he had fallen asleep and asked asked us to leave our record for him. So that what, was really nice. What an incredible tour! Like the Lori Barbero, the Sonic Youth meeting, like you planned it and it all happened. Yeah, yeah. I know. Also, uh, sh- when we were when we were in Baltimore, we didn't get to, but Shearing Pinks met John Waters. It was like the celebrity nineties yeah. celebrity tour. Now, how did that happen? He was doing a book signing for his new book, Role Models, that one that came out in the summer. And uh, they w- they just happened to go because they just thought he'd be there or something. I don't oh, know. Oh yeah, no, because it's a bookstore where he has his PO box, and so Nick oh, wanted yeah. to just go see if he would be there, and he was. 
So they got their photo with him and everything. I was really jealous. Yeah. A Vancouver band doing incredible things. New Sensei <laughs> and Shearing Pinks and White Lung as well. All on t- Are Shearing Pinks doing any touring? They are. I think they're going on tour soon. Very soon. They're going on tour with Anna, I believe. Yeah. How about the Vancouver record labels? Vancouver record labels are doing quite incredible things, aren't they, Andrea? Mm-hmm. Like, for instance, Isolated Now Waves. How many record labels are they up to? How many record labels have they pressed? How many record centers have they pressed? 170? Is <laughs> it more than that? Something it's, crazy. It's in the 200. Yeah. I think it's 280 something at something, this point. Something wild. What do they name? Like everything? Do they name the t-shirts and everything? Is that a release too? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it's just, it's run by Nick Hughes, yeah. who's the singer in Shearing Pinks. And, uh, he, no, it's, it's all releases. I mean, most of them are Shearing Pinks or N213, which is his solo project, but they're all like legitimate releases. He put out our first record. Yeah. Our first 12 inches on Isolated Now Waves. And you were new sensing, and I didn't ask you as well, how did you guys first meet? We met in high school. When I moved to Canada in 2002... Uh, I went to the same high school as Andrea. And then we weren't friends at first. We were kind of enemies at first. But then we became best friends, and we've been friends ever since. And how did you guys find out about the emergency room? When uh, I think it, when I met uh, Brody and Justin, they just sort of started it. I, had met, I met Justin at Pat's Pub in 2006. Five or six, I guess six, and uh, or maybe somewhere around there, and he had told me about it, and I didn't know what it was, but we went. How did I find the emergency room? I don't know. How did you find it? How would I have found the emergency room? Uh, you like physically? How yes. would you find it? You would have walked into the alley. No, but how did I find it? How did you find? Yes. Did you find it though? How did I? I, tried, I had a hard time finding the emergency <laughs> yeah, room. Was, that was a problem because like, I had never been there. Oh, yeah. So I heard it was in some back alley, some lane off Hastings. Yeah. So I just was driving down the alleys, yeah. listening for whatever I could hear. And then I heard something like, this is the emergency room. So I went around front. I went around front oh, and I got in there and I went no. down and there were all these bands playing. I was like, is this the emergency room? And they're like, no, this is the sweatshop. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh my God, sorry. But it was an amazing time. And I got back and drove in the car, drove down some more, heard some more stuff and I got in and said, is this the emergency room? And I said, yes, this is the emergency room. That's how I found the emergency room. That's so but funny. what was weird is when I got to the emergency room, I talked to a guy. I said, yeah, I had a hard time finding it. He's like, man, you're an idiot, man. There's always great stuff happening here every weekend. I love the emergency room. I love all the bands that play here. I was like, yeah, um, well, I guess I went to the wrong place first. I went to the sweatshop, and the guy was like, well, I never heard of it. I <laughs> never heard of the sweatshop. That's funny. But he had heard of the emergency room. Did you find it was like that much of a difference between the places that people didn't know? Did you play the sweatshop ever? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't know. I, uh, some, uh, the crowd started to change, I think, in all those places once it becomes like an after hours. I think the fundamental place. difference between those two, though, was uh, the sweatshop was like run by... Uh, Malice, and it was like you know he was a promoter around town, and he it was very kind of like sh- like this is a show space kind of thing, and emergency room was just run by a group of friends who I mean we ended up renting there and like uh, I mean the first show at emergency room was Jeremiah who plays in Twin Crystals and Terror Bird and Defectors, it was his thirtieth uh, birthday, so we all just went there and had a birthday party, and White Lung and N two thirteen played in the meat locker, and there was like. 30 of us there like it was it started off as just you know like a very small friend kind of thing 
New Sensei, thanks so much for coming out to the Nardware Human Serviette radio show here today. If people want to get a hold of you, how do they do that? Again, Facebook or the fan club? What's the fan club up to right now? What number are you at at the fan club? Three? Uh, three. Number three. Third month. No, I meant like what number? Oh, oh, oh we got each member get a yes, number. Yeah. It's in the, I was thinking like three members. Oh, okay, no. <laughs> <laughs> nothing wrong with that. I mean, that sounds pretty good. But we're in our third issue. It's uh, it's up. It's in the three hundreds now. Yeah, so you could be member three hundred and something. And it's yeah, it's eight. I think we're in eight different countries now, and. Uh, are the numbers clumped in some areas? Like, is there like five, six, seven, all Vancouver? Yeah. And then like oh, yeah. LA is maybe like 100 to 110. Or is there weird kind clumpings? Of, yeah. And there's a lot of couples who get like, you know, it'll be like, like, a, like it'll be like Joe and Jen and they'll be, you know, 21 and 22 or whatever. Like. And when you join the fan club, you get the zine. What do you get and how do you join it? Uh, you email us your... It's all about what you get. If you get nothing, you never, want to, join. You never want to be a fan without getting <laughs> yeah, anything. Freebies. Uh, yeah, it's a, you get a gift every month, and you get a newsletter, kind of like a zine. And you just email us your... Uh, mailing address. Mailing address. People keep emailing us their email addresses. And if you want to mail... <laughs> And really, yeah, uh, we should get a PDF version sent to them. <laughs> yeah, well, we—I mean, we really like—I mean, we really were adamant that we wanted it to be real mail, and so we can send. Because I mean, we send a lot. Like we send, you know, like we do kind of uh, limited edition stuff that we send in the package, like pins or like different things like that. And so it Postcards. has to be kind of physical mail. But yeah, you can just email us at uh, newsensei at gmail dot com. If, yeah. if you email us, if you feel generous, you should. Mail us some stamps. <laughs> yeah, because it's very expensive. <laughs> yeah. And in the zines, you have, like, interviews. Like, you met Bowles, as we mentioned, but you also mentioned, you mentioned that you mentioned and you munched the Finch. Yeah, Jennifer Finch. Yeah, that's right. Our, our favorite bass player from L7. And Zach Hill. Yeah, Zach Hill. Who's yeah. Zach Hill? I don't know anything about Zach Hill. Zach Hill plays uh, drums in Hella, and he played with uh, in the 88... 88- the Boredoms, 88 drummers. He's played with the Boredoms before. And he's, he's a really, he's an amazing, amazing drummer from Sacramento. Yeah, he's like one of the best living drummers. Or yeah, he's like, he's really, really amazing. And he, I get, uh, we didn't really, we didn't know him. We had, we had a lot of uh, mutual friends. But uh, I, uh, he, I guess he was like, Pitchfork asked him to do uh, his top 10 bands or whatever, and he put us in one of them. So I kind of stalked him on Facebook because I think he's really cute. And, uh, <laughs> Daniel's really good, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> and so then I just messaged him, and he, I mean, he's like a big fan of ours, and I'm, I'm a big fan of his, so it was really nice. And so, yeah, we interviewed him, and in our last one, we interviewed all of our favorite drummers and bass players. So it was Jennifer Finch, Don Bowles, uh, you know, some local, like Anne-Marie from White Lung, and... Um, Shannon from Shannon the Clam. So we did an interview with all Andrew of our Martini. favorite. Yeah, Andrew Martini, the bass player from Limp Wrist, who's a friend of ours. And so, yeah, we interviewed just kind of our favorite yeah. drum and bass players. And Andrea, how did Daniel, because it's got to be Daniel, get a hold of Jennifer Finch? Um, <laughs> Facebook. You can find anyone on Facebook. Yeah. It's... It's really Crazy. well. Yeah, I think no. I think you became friends with her. First. Yeah, I found her. And then, and then I, I, I kind of messaged her one day, and I just said, "Hey, I really, uh, I really love L Seven, and blah blah blah. And you know, what have you been up to? Is do you have any other stuff?" And we just chatted a bit. And then Mish actually had just interviewed her for, I think it was either Vice or Hardy, like a week prior to that. And so I, I messaged her and asked if she would be a part of our fan club, and she's a member now too, actually. And we have a caller. 
Caller, are you there? Radio. Caller, are you there? Radio. Caller, are you there? Um, Caller. Oh, welcome to my castle. Welcome to my castle. Welcome to my castle. Welcome to my castle. Oh! Caller, are you still there? Caller. <laughs> you're still listening to the Nardwarden Human Serviette radio show. Anything else you want to add to the people out there at all, new sensei? What do we have coming up right now? A track of yours, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Off of our most recent release. And what about the rat tail, Daniel? Rat tail? Oh, my rat tail. Oh, yeah. Um, you know what? I had, I had two, I'd saved two of my rat tails. Um, and one of them I gave to a, a, a friend of mine, Curtis, as a Christmas present. And my other one that I was going to put up for auction, I still have it. I'm still waiting for a higher bid. I'm going to try and sell it. Well, thanks so much, New Sensei. Anything else you want to add to the people out there at all? Mm, no, no, I think. Uh, buy our records if you'd like. Why should people care about New Sensei? They Why should shouldn't. people care? Uh I don't, I don't know if it's they should care about New Sensei, but I think people should care about local music. Well, thanks so much, New Sensei. Here's New Sensei. Keep on rocking in the free world and do 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 do. do. <laughs>